talk about the inflatable habitat. Uh, Karen, tell us about this uh, structure behind us. This is an inflatable lunar habitat okay. structure concept. Gotcha. It's just an idea for a house that could go on the moon. Pretty cool. Now, you say it's inflatable. Why are we looking at inflatable structures as opposed to maybe rigid structures? Because inflatable structures, you can pack them in just about any shape in a much smaller volume than you can okay. a hard structure. And that's that's really important because mass is a critical factor when you're getting the hardware up into, to the moon, right? Mass and volume. Volume, okay. Vo volume is what's critical. Now, when you look at an inflatable structure, I mean, what kind of materials are we looking at? This one is made out of nylon, which okay. is not a material that would be suitable for a lunar environment. But a real lunar habitat would be made out of something like Vectran, okay. which is a liquid crystalline polymer that's high that's strength cool. and durable and holds up to low temperatures. Oh, that's awesome. Now, this particular concept here, I mean, would that be considered a, a big habitat, a small habitat? This habitat is uh, 50 cubic meters, and okay. it's not real big. It might be something that's suitable for an airlock size okay. or an outpost mission okay. or a field experiment type mission, okay. but a habitat that the astronauts would live in would probably right. be 150 cubic meters. Now, and looking at this structure right here, so they, they take it up into the lunar surface, you know, they're gonna have some type of crane device putting it on the ground, and then it just inflates, just like a balloon or inflating a basketball. Hopefully, hopefully the final design will do something like that with minimal astronaut work okay. put into putting it up. This, this one is not uh, totally collapsible that would go into a lander that would go onto the lunar surface. Yeah, I understand that looking at this structure here, there's, there's two parts. You said there's the airlocks in the front here? Right, the smaller part that's 1.5 meters in diameter okay. is the airlock part, right. and then the main hab part is 3.65 meters in diameter. You think we can go inside? Oh yeah. Let's go check it out. Okay. Come on, let's go. Okay, Karen, we're here in the airlock, and what's the purpose of the airlock? Well, this is so you can go from one atmospheric pressure to the other. On the moon's surface, there's no atmosphere, there's right. a vacuum. Okay. And so when you open this door, you're still in a vacuum and you can't breathe. Right. So we have to shut this door, close this vent, right. and then open the vent on this door okay. so that it equalizes the pressure okay. in here so it's the same as in there, and then it'll be safe to take off your astronaut helmet, and you can breathe, and you can go inside the main hab. That's why I noticed when, uh, when you open up this background, I tell all the air coming brushing in my face. So, exactly. so now we're, we're, we're pressurized, ready to go. That's right. And we can go into the hab. Yes. Okay, let's do that. Okay. So I just open up this door like oh, this? Yes. Oh. What's that water noise? I thought you said... What water? There's not supposed to be water running in here. Sounds like a shower. We've got a mop-up shower. Hey, uh, Chris, could you uh, hand oh. me that uh, mug right there? Yeah. Hey, Blair. Oh, hey. Blair. Hi, Karen. How's Hi, Blair. Yeah, sorry, I'll be out in a second. So tell us about this uh, this mock-up here. I see you have some uh, shelving, got some computers. What's all this what's going on here? There are certain things that you need to go to live on the moon. We had some LAR students that came here last summer, and I gave them a, the job of being interior designers. So the LAR students are the summer students that work here at NASA Langley for the summer? Right. College, high school? Right. Okay. They were two high school students. Okay. Okay. They provided a sleeping area. Okay. They have a storage area. They have a food area. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. You doing okay? Oh, yeah. It's refreshing. I'm, I'm living the life, uh, getting ready for a little uh, earth rise. How long have you been in there? Outside? Um, about 72 hours, something like oh, that. Really? Oh, yeah. And excuse the mess over there. Sorry about that. It's a little like a New York bachelor pad right now. Uh, not that I know what that's like. They had a talk with the astronaut Jerry Ross, and he told okay. him some things that they needed and some things that they didn't need. And he said the astronauts do not need a refrigerator. Okay. Um, and they could not take a microwave because it takes up too much power. Right. But they could have a convection oven. Oh, so cool. the yes. students made yes. a mock-up of a convection oven. It's a top-quality convection oven. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Sure. It is. Let me see that. See that? There you go. Look at that. Not bad. 
and uh, they have a, have a work area here. Okay. And, uh, and he talked a lot about the shower facilities. Right. And on the Which are great, by the way. <laughs> oh, Which, I don't know whose this is, but they got the little wind chime buttons. I mean, I can, you know, it like makes a little noise every time I skip around. Uh, scared my little puppy Enterprise here earlier. Now you say this is 50 cubic meters? 50 cubic meters. Meters, okay. Now, how many astronauts in this type of situation would probably work in here? Just two this or? This probably be two, two for a okay. li living condition. Okay. For an airlock, it, you could accommodate more astronauts. More astronauts, okay. The workstation, you got the bed, you got the shower facility, now, is there a restroom facility? Oh, yeah. Oh, is there? Yeah, it works. Okay. Oh, yeah. Trust me, a lot better than Mars. Well, this is really cool, Karen. I really want to thank you for uh, taking your uh, time out to show us this uh, inflatable winter habitat. And I don't know, man. I, I, no, I, man, it's I, great. I, I, I question you sometimes. It's great. I mean, I, okay. I don't know who this is. I hope they don't mind. I will dry clean it. Though. <laughs> now, what happened was is uh, he actually got stuck in the Orion flight test article and got shipped to Dryden. And he was in. He was actually in the structure. We couldn't get him out, and he flew across country in a plane. This and much better, <laughs> far better. Okay. Let me tell you, it's like luxury we living need here. We to uh, take yeah. it to the doctor. Yeah. Well, thanks, Karen. I uh, hope when the next uh, generation uh, have or the next uh, iteration comes out, hopefully we'll get a chance to get inside and take a look at it. I hope so too. Cool. Hey, you're watching NASA Edge. Inside and inside, all things NASA. Hey, I like how she talks. Oh, I forgot the look part. Inside and inside, look, all things NASA. See, I like that. You know, uh, I'm just going to go... She even corrected herself. <laughs> well, that's like me. I've, done, I've corrected myself many times. But no, that's a fine job for someone yeah. not wearing a pink robe and shower cap. Dude, Karen said you already used your water supply for the shower. You don't have any water to, to rinse. No worry. Oh, you gotta be kidding. Yeah, we need to get some water. I need to go. Only boyer. Let's do something that's pretty brutal.